Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Flora International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Karina Hernandez. I am very pleased to have Carla Kantorovich interviewed by our colleague, Juan. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. But first, let us explore more a bit on Carla. A seamless mixed media artist from Mexico, Carla Kantorovich is known for working with painting fibers and integrating them all, drifting into the body of texture and dimensionality as a way of exploring renovation. She gains inspiration from everything that surrounds her, from a piece of cloth to the nature that surrounds her. Kantorovich has created unique works of art that tell their own story, finding beauty in what most people disregard as waste, she creates a journey through the passage of time, decay as part of life, and the circle of nature in all objects and bodies. She uses sewing as a metaphor, a way of restoring, healing, and mending to obtain harmony again. Carla transforms broken objects into new art subjects by sewing them and painting them, then integrating them as one. Kantriovich's unique approach to art holds and values the virtue of the cycle of life. One that centers on the opportunity that our life spreads far beyond the physical body, transcending the materialistic. It receives the actual change and evolution process, savers in the defective and fragmentary nature of matter, and encourages us to welcome the soundness behind apparent chaos. We can appreciate such a marvelous reflection of time and life with our works such as Under My Skin, Testimony, and Interweight. Carla Kantorovich recently completed her Master's in Fine Arts at Florida International University. While actively displaying her works on various global platforms, such as the 2016 National Web Paint MFA Biennial in Chicago and the 2017 11 International Biennial of Contemporary Art in Florence, Italy. Recent exhibits include the 2019 MFA exhibition at the Frost Art Museum and Lab Art Context Selected Artists Exhibition in Rome. Furthermore, Cantorovi was awarded the Radcliffe Incubator Art Plus Design Fellowship Award in 2018, which was a turning point for her as she learned to turn her passions into profitable business. Kantorov is not only a creative, but also a competitor. She was the MFA candidate selected to participate in the 2017 MFA national competition, August 2017, among Florida International University Cartas. From the numerous exhibitions she has in the past years, other recent ones are 2019 Artists Draft Their Students Art and Culture Center Hollywood, Florida. 2019 Laugh 13 Art Context Selected Artist Pixa di Pietra, Rome, Italy. 2019 Riggs MFA Exhibition Frost Art Museum, FIU, Miami, Florida. Thus, establishing Carla as one of Mexico's and Miami's great international artists. As the world struggles with the ongoing pandemic, Kantorovich has proven that not even quarantine can stop an artist from creating and mobilizing art. And from the ongoing fight of women's rights and equality, she has fought to take her stance in art. Multiple exhibitions dedicated to women worldwide, showing the 
our empowerment all women have in their own world. One of these exhibitions is the 2019 International Women's Month Arts Exhibition, Michael N. Russell, Jewish Community Center, Miami, Florida. And even in the middle of the pandemic, she has contributed work to the Fiberitis Miami Association for their exhibit celebrating the 100th anniversary of women's right to vote called 40 Women Pulling at the Threats of Social Discourse, which is open for the month of October until the 25th. Carla is an incredibly unique artist. Let's hear more about what she has to say in her interview with one. Please take it away. Hello and welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. Today we're joined by Ms. Carla Kantorovic, MFA and FIU alum. Hi, Carla. How are you? Hello. How are you, Juan? Thanks Fanta for having me. Fantastic. No, thank you for being here. So let's go ahead and get started on some questions that I have prepared for you today. Excellent. Okay. So first and foremost, let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off of the biggest issue at hand currently and the most talked about topic of the year, of course. So because of the current state of the world and everything going on, and as we're adjusting on to the new normal here, Basically, we want to know how do you feel this pandemic has affected your business and work? And more importantly, how do you feel that it has affected your creative process overall? Okay, well, um, it has affected it for sure, but uh, honestly, in, like a, in, in a very good way. I mean, I have been extremely creative. Thank God I have like this outlet where I can really like express myself. So I have been like since day one in March when all this started, I started like producing lots of work. And um, funny enough, I, I did change a lot my work um, because of the pandemic. And um, let me explain a little bit, like my, my art is really about healing and mending. So I think, I mean, there is so much to be healed in society in general. So then that is why the focus was the same, healing and mending, but it became much more detailed, much more intimate, the work. Um, usually I used to work in very big format. And since COVID, I started working super small, very intimate pieces, uh, which was one of the biggest change that, that happened with my work. So let me ask uh, in terms of exhibits, that's uh, kind of out of the question, of course, at the moment, but it seems like you have uh, something for uh, women's, uh, the 100 year anniversary of women's voting rights. Uh, yes. With, uh, I believe it's uh, FAMA, right? Uh, exactly. The Fiber Art Association, they just started the, the association not so long ago and I think it was like a great idea because there are so many fiber artists here in Miami so having them together I think it's really powerful. I was glad um, I was invited and um, yes I was working like um, parallel to, to my other work I was kind of working in, in this specific piece that was like celebrating the woman's vote and the 19th amendment um, so it was a little bit parallel for me, but it, yes, I, I'm glad that I'm going to be part of that. Actually, they're going to be opening tomorrow. Um, 
Well, I mean, obvious, super small event, but but it's we're trying to do it like in in person, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, and that's open until the twenty fifth for any listeners. Uh, correct. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. So. Next question. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, of course, and social distancing is the norm. And we're lucky to have the wonders of the internet and social media. So what's the one thing that you've been doing much different that's effective for your marketing and exposure? Mm -hmm. Much different. Mm, no, honestly, I haven't done many things differently. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yes, I mean overall, it's funny because I, I usually work so much in my studio, and I'm so like in my, I mean, I, I I I'm not that social. I mean, I do go out, and I I when I do, I enjoy it very much. But I I'm so much like like in my studio that it hasn't changed anything. My my what I'm doing, and also honestly, now in social media, just the Instagram, which I think it it's a the most important tool we have now as artists, even more than the website, even more than anything else for me now, it's the Instagram. And that's the only thing I have been doing, like as far as promoting myself, just posting there. So in reference to the previous question, given your apparent continued successes during the pandemic, do you think there's one piece of advice you could give to an up and coming artist uh, that are struggling in the midst of this pandemic to really try to canalize like try try to like as an artist you like the art is your voice so you you just need to use that voice whatever the outcome is you know like if you're honest and you're authentic and you're expressing like you cannot force yourself of doing something in one direction when when the fluent is going in another direction you really need to go with the flow and be able to adapt and um and, and that's that's what's gonna make the difference to adapt to the changes to take the opportunities as, uh, as they come and if you don't have any opportunities right now just focus in expressing what you feel throughout your work and it's gonna be healing and it's gonna be authentic so there is no way to go wrong with that. So what about to the students? Is there anything you'd like to say to them, especially as they're in the process of receiving either their bachelors and MFAs? It's so, such a hard place to be. I total, I can totally relate to that. I have a daughter, she just finished the high school and she couldn't graduate properly. And uh, she's starting as a freshman in college. So I can really like, um, from the inside know how that is about I mean what 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 is how does that feel but I mean we we need to be strong we need to be able to adapt it's a really hard change but we really need to be able to to make the best what with what we have and and try to get a little bit like of knowledge and wisdom of, of this experience it's it's not the way we plan it to be and sometimes just life is not the way we would plan it so we really need to read between the lines we really really need to like be able to to just make it through you know 
We are 100% in agreement. I always say that we have to work with the cards that were dealt. And speaking of the cards that were dealt, uh, you do have an MFA that you received here at, M at FIU. And what was that process like for you? And what cards were you dealt during your school time? Well, I really enjoyed it very much, honestly. Well, I say it now, yes, when I was there, I, it was very challenging because like especially in 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 the master in fine arts there are a lot of whys it's like everything is just about questioning like why this material but why this format why like to answer all those questions when usually like specifically for me the process is very intuitive very intuitive so um it was really challenging to be able to uh, be questioned so much and um but but by answering the question i really was able to to expand a lot so like relating it to to this experience i mean yes it's uh, sometimes the experiences are out of our comfort zones completely but maybe you are gonna learn something about yourself that you wouldn't otherwise so similarly to what happened to in, in the master you know like uh, and i think it happened to like all my peers like usually be if you are in art is because may, maybe you are not such a good speaker or maybe you're not such a good writer so being able to write and speak about your art is not the best thing you can do you know you can you are just you're using your voice as i mentioned earlier in that way so it's kind of pushing you to the to the limits pushing you to where you think you 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 have your limit you just need to go further so it really changed me a lot and uh, in a good way i would say that's wonderful and i asked you uh, what advice you had for um students struggling with their bachelors so any advice for individuals pursuing their MFA or just anyone who wants to take their education and experience to that next level? Mm -hmm. um, well, definitely the bachelor, um, you mean bachelor in fine art altogether in, in general, like the general education or the bachelor in fine art? The masters of fine arts. The masters. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think the bachelor is really a great foundation i mean you really need to know all the all the bases to learn all the techniques that you can to be able to know what's the way you can express yourself better you really need to be able to be exposed to as much as practices different practices as you can like ceramics and photography and painting and really try like different mediums i think it's very important and um the master is more like how to conceptualize your work like okay i have all these bases but then how am i gonna really portray what i'm doing how am i summarize everything what is what i'm really trying to say so i think the mfa is more like about the underlying like um content and the bachelor is, it's like the technical basis that you really need to have, like you really need to, to know all the rules before you break them. So um, that's, that's how I feel. 
Wonderful. So let's uh, go ahead and start moving into your work. So after surveying your body of work, I kind of inferred a little bit that you're an artist who breaks the norms of concentrating on what society deems beautiful and for lack of a better word, artsy. So what I'm trying to say is you create beauty from a constant theme of decay and wear, which honestly I think is an incredibly rare talent. But what is it about the passage of time and decay which appeals to you the most? Mm, I really think there is so much wisdom hidden in, in the experience. And I think we don't, ex we don't appreciate enough that, like as a society, we want like, like the new, you know, and, and there is so much um, wisdom that, that we are just losing, you know? So yes, I'm definitely like in the, in the materials, I'm torn to anything that, ha that has been weathered, um, even trash incorporate trash and i like metals but just if they have been like touched by the environment anything that has like a mark that it, it for me it's just more more significant because it has like a, more meaning you know it, it it has a story like i like the materials that tell me like a story that they have like been places and um yes so what about the concept of death have you dived into that world yes i am it's like my two most important questions i've really tried to answer like during my life it's what is the meaning of life and if there is something more than the physical existence that we experience so i've been a lot like into yoga and meditation and kabbalah and like I, I really am into like spirituality to trying to understand if um, where is really where we are, where, where we came from and where are we going? You know, it's like everybody dies, but we just forget about, we forget about it, you know? So I think the, the, uh, the way we approach that in our society is just not helpful, I would say. Uh, we need definitely a different approach because it's it's the cycle of life. I mean, it's gonna happen. It's part of our existence. And I think we should definitely approach it differently. It would be just more healing and, and we would live a better life if we would be able to, to, to honor or to accept at least or to be able to speak about this. So speaking about where we're going in life, when I've looked at your works, I really can't help but create a story in my head. For So, for example, when I looked at Transcendence, I see a story unfolding. The contours and the color contrast throughout the piece differ greatly, and it feels like when you look at one area, you get a particular story, and then you look at a separate area of the piece, and you get another one. So this is to say... There are basically multiple stories going on for me personally, but in particular to transcendence, what was the message story or overall theme in the piece that you were trying to convey? Um, honestly, I, 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 it's funny that yeah, you mentioned the, the stories. I really think like all our lives is, is, is just, it's just kind of a story and, and we really 
Um, we make up our own, own stories with our own beliefs and our own experiences. So, like, for me, it was the idea of that piece specifically. I brought completely different materials, like super random. One is fa a fabric from Mexico. I work a lot with fabrics. I'm from Mexico, so I have fabrics from Mexico, from India, um, some pieces of trash, and I sew them together and I intervene them together. So for me, the most important part of that piece is that uh, it's, it's unity. It's like, even if it's made of fragments of many different cultures and many different um, places, we can treat it as a whole and, and there is some unity. And, and to integrate the materials, it's the most important part of me. So it's, it's not a specific narrative. Uh, it's more for me about integrating the materials. So about the materials, um, this is gonna be a multi-part question, so bear with me. So is there one you prefer over the other, or do you feel it necessary to use a mix of fibers, paints, and so on to create your work? And would you say it could just suffice to use one thing over a mix of artistic mediums? I need to use them all because I, I <laughs> it's like if I'm just using fabric, then I, I, I start missing the paint. I really need, need to have the paint. So that's why I use like fabric, and uh, paint and paper. I'm now doing handmade paper. So it's important for me to integrate them all. I just, I just like the feel of them. And um, I love to work with fine, uh, found objects. Like sometimes I just find something. And, and so then I need to produce something just out of something I, I it, it, it's like I feel it, I feel it came to me, so I need to like respond in some way. So I have like I don't know how many, but I have like a I would say like a closet full of like different pieces of found stuff that I um, that I storage, and then one of that piece some some day just one of that piece can inspire a whole series, you know? So yes, back to your question. Um, no, I don't prefer one material over the other. I, I just respond differently to, to each of them. I like them all. <laughs> so just to poke a little bit more, would you ever feel that adding to something such as a piece of fiber, some paint um, that's either old or falling apart sort of takes away from that inert beauty from that piece? No, it adds. Like I feel the, the more the K, the more beauty. Like, like, like the more I work on it and I ripped it and then I transform it and then again and again and again, the more I do to, to it and, and the more I can see like the pass of time, the more I can see beauty in that. So I think one of the main questions that you probably get asked over and over again is about your inspiration. 
So for example, in an interview with New York Art News, they asked, quote, how do you find inspiration? What inspires you to start working on a project? Is it a set of materials you have at the time, a vision, or is it something else, end quote. So what I found interesting about your particular answer on their website was that you said you wrote down your ideas, but at the same time, you take an intuitive approach and you produce as you go. Your art basically calls to you. So I want to know what happens to those written down ideas. Do you always stick to those written ideas or are, do they fade away essentially? Um, usually they fade away, but it's like at the moment I have to have them. So I like, I have notebooks everywhere. <laughs> and it's like I need to write them down because why if one day, you know? I, I, I want to come back and I do sometimes come back to them, but um, I really cannot plan much. It's like I can have the, I, I can have the materials. Yes, I can plan that. I can plan a, like a format or, or and, but then it, it really comes from another place. It's super intuitive and, and I cannot just like a follow a plan, you know, because then it's, I mean, I've tried that, but it's super like rigid. It just doesn't, doesn't, it's not authentic. Like in order for me to, for the work, for me to be authentic, I just need to really be in the moment and be able like to respond to what's happening. It's like I do a brush stroke and then that would take me to the next, um, to the next moment and to the next moment. It just like happens, so I cannot plan much. But I, but I, I, I have sometimes ideas. Often I have ideas, and I just I do write them. So yes. So I feel it almost mandatory to ask every artist what their source of inspiration is. But with the pandemic at hand, what's been your source of inspiration lately? A nature you know like i'm always being very torn like like to nature of how how healing nature is like especially now like that we can like just go outside you know like being outside and being in touch with nature is super healing for me and i i would hopefully i'm not wrong in saying to every everybody you know it's to, to every everybody it's really healing nature so i've been um that has been my focus in in my late latest work to really relate everything to the the, the nature i think we're like completely disregarded like all the wisdom that comes from from earth from from nature we're like disconnected i feel and uh, that has brought us a lot of problems. So I, that has been my focus lately since COVID started. I've been doing a lot of work involving um, more, more than usual, the leaves and bark of the tree and uh, doing handmade paper out of fibers. So that has been my, my focus. So speaking of nature, we can basically deem you a world artist. You are an international artist. You've done work across the United States and Italy, but where in the world do you feel that you and your art artwork fit in best? Anywhere. 
Honestly, I mean, hopefully I'm, I'm responding to something that's universal. I would, I would want to think that it's like I'm responding to, to the past of time, to connecting to the essence of who we are as human beings and the healing and mending of, of society. So hopefully it's just universal and it's not of time and, and place and it's it's just um for for everybody i would hope likewise so to add on to the previous question uh the livelihood of miami has been diminished with the progression of this pandemic but nonetheless miami has become an international art hub over the years with art basel and events of the same nature so once this is all over what's the one piece or place you'd like to exhibit at um well, there are many nice uh, museums and, and very, like, like very nice art spaces in Miami that are very appealing to me. Um, I think the art scene in, in Miami is growing like really fast. We have much more opportunities than what we had before. Um, so, Yes, I'm looking to do, actually, I'm going to do a solo exhibition. Still, this, the place to be the fine, but um, I'm working on that. And, um, but yes, there are many places in, in Miami that are, like, I, feel, I would say important platforms for artists uh, already. That would be really appealing for me. So, I think we have time for one more question, but let's make this a little bit of an interactive activity. And I'll go ahead and include links in the podcast description for the listeners. So if you could bear with me for one quick second, I'm going to send you this link. Uh -huh. So this is how it's gonna work. So we have a random photo and let's take this sort of as a visual a visual exercise to pretty much showcase your talents so i want you to give us your thoughts what you can infer from these pictures of miscellaneous and age decayed objects and can you create a story from them for us mm -hmm. sorry that was a lot <laughs> no no um I see beauty, the decay, the different hues in 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 the the flower. I see like displacement, you know how it's like going away from its source in a way, like expanding. It would I would say displacement or maybe expansion, uh, going far to the to the right up, and. Um, but I like that it's like um, really attached to the steam. steam. I don't know how to pronounce it, but and um, so I do. I do appreciate that that it's connected. You know, to to well, I wouldn't say root, but it's. I I don't I don't see a loose end. I see it's going somewhere or coming from somewhere. So I have one more for you. It's coming your way now. Mm, I love this. 
this is right up upon my alley i figured you would yes i i, I wow well, i would like put that like on my on my room for sure <laughs> i'm just obsessed about the um um, well, the, the decay again, we, we see the decay. I love the rust. I mean, there was like probably five years in my life that I tried to like reproduce and emulate the rust. I would buy these materials to try to, to get that effect because for me, it's just so beautiful, the, the hues that you are able to, to see that it's just nature, you know, it's just what nature made to these man-made materials so by being touch of the environment eh, it's the only way you can really see this for me beautiful beautiful different array of hues and uh, i mean if i if you would compare it to like a brand new piece you know like everything imagine it's just metal and it's new for me it says nothing whether this it's just very very rich like it has so much depth and is just because it's rusted so we're just about at the end of our segment is there anything you'd like to tell our audience anything you have going on currently anything you'd like to go ahead and just plug in for your benefit no, just to the artist, I would say that just really try to to follow your voice, to really try not to get affected so much about what other people say, you know, really try to be like, feel it in your bones. It's an expression that I often say, like, try to follow your intuition and to really like, like feel it, like deep inside, you'll know if, if you are like, happy with what we're producing if you think is the good direction so really try to like connect to that deeper part of yourself in order to be able to to know what direction to take fantastic thank you so much for joining us today carla it was quite the pleasure thank you very much i would say also it was a really nice interview i really enjoyed very much the questions and um anytime thank you very much i think it's a nice a nice, nice thing what you're doing thank you again and we hope you have a great day thank you you too take good care we are almost out of time but we have one here who interviewed carla let's have a quick discussion for the listeners how was experience interviewing carla it was fantastic, honestly. She's a really nice individual. And it's funny because a lot of people say that usually uh, the artist makes art that represents uh, themselves. And the theme in her art is decay, death, passage of time, things that are basically falling apart. And honestly, she is the exact opposite of that in terms of her attitudes and just overall outlook on life. I mean, the whole notion of her work is to heal and mend and to represent and give a voice to causes like women's rights, for example. So it's really a stark contrast in terms of her work and her personality. She's a phenomenal artist. And honestly, I feel like her work really tells mountains of stories. Great. So would you recommend this artist to the listeners and why? 
Uh, well, obviously, definitely, I would recommend this artist to the listeners because it's something different. Everyone's usually um, used to seeing rainbows and unicorns and pretty colors and everything. And this is a completely different world that I think everyone should take a part of because we can't have life without death and we can't have beauty without decay, I feel. So it's kind of like the polar opposites working in conjunction to give you the other side of life's story. Anything else you'd like to add in? Yeah, so for the listeners actually, we did a little um, visual practice at the end with Carla. We added the links in the description for you all if you want to go ahead and try to participate in the middle of the interview as well. So it's just something interactive for everyone. And definitely don't go and miss out on Carla's exhibition for 40 Women Pulling the Threads of Social Discourse for FAMA. That one is honestly going to be really substantial, especially with the uh, 100-year anniversary of women's rights to vote. I think it's very important for everyone to go ahead and get themselves familiarized with this kind of history. Uh, but I think that's about it for now. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Carla Kantorovich and Juan. I really appreciate it. This concludes the Exploring Our podcast. Please subscribe to the Foreign Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us again soon, and remember to stay curious.